fuck. This has to go up in 45 minutes, and I do not have an intro ready for this. Shit. Have any notes laying around? Let's see what do I got. Oh, just just listener discretion is advised. Uh, God damn it! Oh, this is recording. Good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and Shmeev. Now, you may be thinking... Something weird is going on here. This is not the every other week thing that they told us that they were doing before. No, somehow we've jumped back into an every week thing. Also, you may be thinking, this is not a person who is on Psychopathic Records. No, who the fuck is this cat? What is so? What is Quarantine Sessions? Who has released this album? So, we uh, we were hit up on uh, on the Instagram uh, just last week, and um, we were hit up by a gentleman by the name of Scribble, and uh, I was familiar with this gentleman because he is. Uh, referenced uh numerous times on roach coach um because he uh he checks out uh, their stuff uh a lot and comments on them uh very consistently and uh so he hit us up and was like hey uh i really like your podcast um and uh, i'm dropping a surprise ep this week and i wanted to know if you guys would be willing to cover it um and i can send it your way and everything and we uh, we thought about it, and we don't want to make this, like, an all-the-time thing. This literally is most likely going to be just a one-off, okay? But who fucking knows? But, you know, the dude hit us up, super respectful guy, and we were like, you know what? Let's let's give it a shot. On top let's, of that, he he has, uh, he, he works with, like, people on Psychopathic and MNE and all that stuff. He has, mm-hmm. like, he has the occasional connections in there, and... We have talked. Well, you you have mentioned before uh, possibly doing like a um, an episode on features and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this could be a sort of preamble to that because oh, for sure this uh, this album is featuring. Uh, it has a couple features on it from some people that we may know. Yes, one of them. Um, <laughs> now, if you're not uh, if you're not familiar, uh, Scribble is um, part of Force Five Records. Um, notable artist on there is um mars <laughs> the oh, one shit, yeah. who uh who has blocked me on twitter <laughs> <laughs> um which oddly enough i actually just bought a mars single oh. uh a couple weeks ago it was a single called creatures of the night which came out in 2017 but originally was supposed to come out back in 2004 <laughs> it features twisted and tech nine And you can tell that it's old because when text verse starts, the audio quality of it is clearly made like absolute, like around absolute power (laughs) era. And Twisted's verse was, I think, made around Green Book time. So that was super interesting. But yeah, um, Scribble is part of uh, Force 5 Records. 
He has released, um, I believe it's at least one full-length album, uh, as well as a handful of mixtapes, if I got that correctly. Um, I, I apologize, I don't have uh, all the information directly up here. I do have other information up here, which is going to be super helpful for us. I actually um, had a plan uh, beforehand mm -hmm. to come up yes. with an entire fake bio for him. <laughs> and and just start like just rattling it off like and seeing if i could get you to believe it and uh i just didn't take the time to do it <laughs> that would have been pretty great i know that uh he was featured on um he had, he had something featured on uh fago lovers before um oh. but fago lovers is being really shitty and i cannot access it like six out of seven days a week i don't know why uh um but it's uh it's it's the internet's getting hit what, hard what, nowadays yeah it's it's what some people in the industry call uh, uh super fucking annoying yeah um, and uh so yeah i actually want him to uh bear with me a moment so yeah um, um while, while you're doing whatever you're doing i'm just gonna talk a bit Eith. so this Eith. this guy this guy hit us up uh, i did not have any any part in the 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 dealings here because this happened on instagram where i don't mm. hang out um right so so you, mike you chatted with him instagram, but i'm like once or twice yeah. a year. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike chatted with him, and I, I looked over the whole thing, and he's, he's, he's a nice dude and all that stuff, and he sent us, um, he sent us the album. Uh, I will say he sent us the album. He sent us MP3s on the song. Scribble, are we not worth a lossless codec? Is that it? <laughs> to be fair, it was all sent in one email, so at least we were able to get all that. Cause are we not worth real, an M4A? <laughs> a flack even <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> and you want us to review uh, this <laughs> but no he also did send us um uh all of the lyrics to it which is yes. very fucking nice <laughs> it's so fucking awesome it's so fucking awesome um having those available oh, is yes. very helpful especially whenever we don't have to rely on somebody from genius with arguably non-functioning ears <laughs> um one of the what i wanted to bring up was um scribble actually followed us on our instagram prior to his uh actual main profile he oh. actually followed us uh from his um podcasts uh profile oh. which if i uh if i have it up correct uh yes it is the psycho head blowout um and I did check out uh, an episode uh, just last week um, where he worked. Uh, he did an episode. It might not have been directly on his because it looks like it was a subsidiary of the From the Dungeon podcast. I could be wrong. Yeah, I yeah. apologize if I got that wrong. Um, but he worked. He did an episode with uh, Lauren of Roach Coach um, discussing sure their uh, top ten uh, Rage Against the Machine songs, um, which is super cool. Listen so, to a bit of it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I check, I checked that out. It was it was awesome, and it really m reminds me that I should listen to Rage's second album uh, more <laughs> than I ever have because there's some fucking bangers on there, and I have never given it. It's just due. Um, so yeah, he hit us up and was like, "Listen, um, you know, would you be willing to check this out? I can send it to you, and uh, you know, you know, have at it." And I was like, "All right, let's let's try this out." Again, we want to make this uh, known that this is not going to be an all the time thing. Yeah, um, this, this, is know, a, this was an unusual kind of thing that uh, right. It was a pleasant with. surprise though, and that's why I was kind of like, you know what, this might be fun. Let's just try this. And uh, you know, there's actually rumors that um, a certain um, head group on uh, Magic Ninja Entertainment is going to drop their next album 
um, out of the fucking blue this coming week, actually. Uh, so, Twisted, uh, if you want to hit us up to review Mad Season, um, you know, do that uh, really, really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Monoxide was on his uh, IG Live saying that uh, Mad Season is going to come out this month. Uh, I'll, I'll actually do you better. Uh, it's coming out next week. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was like, I, I just bought 10 albums from Loki, and now I have to worry about a new Twisted album. <laughs> so, I think that that's about as, as much preamble as we have to go into. Um, I think we're all right. I think we can, think we can jump into the meat and potatoes of this. Um, this is a 8-track EP, which is... This made this uh, a lot easier to digest. Um, oh, not yeah. that I'm saying that we wouldn't have done this if it was a full length, but it definitely sweetened the the idea of doing nice it. nice 22 minutes. It's wrapped up. Boom. Yes, exactly. So, especially um, since Mike uh, unilaterally decided <laughs> that we were going to record this today, yes. which is April Saturday. 18th, 2020, and you are probably hearing this on. April 19th, 2020, <laughs> the day after I went through the entire process of editing it. And uh, you don't you don't get to hear it. But in all of our episodes, <laughs> this thing happens where he's attempting to communicate with me and I say like during a song and I'll say you can just talk. I cut this out, and he says, but I don't want to make more work for you. And I say, it's not more work for me. It's what I do all the time. And he's like, okay. And then we do it five more times. We go through that like every episode. This not is completely once, accurate, by the way. Not this once. Is... Not once in the entire process of this thing going down did he make even the slightest consideration to the amount of work that it's going to take me to get this all done today. But that's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> I just wanted to make him feel bad. Uh, but by not the too way, bad. if you can, if, if this still sounds as good as our last episode did, is because uh, we are still not working uh, in the same room. Nope. Uh, we are still uh, doing our uh, our, our self uh, quarantining crap. And Mike's banned to... from my house anyway. So. Oh, well, I didn't even know that. So that was nice to. Get the knowledge of right here. Also, um, I'm just gonna, ju- I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw this out there, uh, 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 Mr. Mr. Scribble, uh, Scrib, sir. Um, you have, uh, you have broken my, um, my, my, uh, what's, what's the word that I want to say? I set a precedent for myself when all of this crap was going on that I wasn't going to listen to any music by anybody coming out with something that uh, involved quarantine. <laughs> What a fool you were. There, therefore, therefore, uh, ignoring, uh, I believe, a song by Chris Webby so hold called on. Quarantine. And you I really like Chris you didn't Webby. Hear the, uh, you didn't hear the Backstreet Boys doing I Want It That Way in Quarantine? <laughs> Did you see uh, the video Goldfinger? Goldfinger? Yeah. That was the fucking best. That <laughs> They've done so- several songs. Right, but they, I just, the fact that I saw uh, this, this, uh, this whole crap going on right now, I know we, we said we were going to start, but this whole crap going on right now has just brought a lot of creativity um, from a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, I really admire the uh, the videos of bands that are just recording um, their specific parts and sending them and <laughs> making one big mosh video. Uh, Goldfinger doing uh, Superman was fucking amazing. That's I really love it. Cool. Also, um... Go ahead, because this is actually for, for a really good reason. Um, Psycho Stick. 
oh. every Thursday um, have been doing uh, live stream concerts. I didn't know and, that. And yes, and the first one I think was so that they could get um, like money for studio time. Oh. And I think now um, a lot of the money, or, like a significant portion of it, if not all, um, if if you donate, um, they're donating to I think specific charities, um, and that's happening every Thursday during during this. Uh, for how long I don't know, but they've been saying it's going to be on Thursdays. So go ahead and check them out. Circus Stick is really dope, and they performed at the gathering. So you know, <laughs> fucking go for it. All right, I'm uh, I'm going to stop now ranting, it's, it's and we're going to jump into this. But before we do, we have to do what we do every episode. Yes, and that is... We gotta crack open some motherfucking Fagos. What do you got there, Mike? So, I I hate the fact that I was not prepared. Um, I've been doing my best to, to get my Fagos, and unfortunately I did not. So, uh, this week I have a, a Mountain Dew Frostbite, which is only available at Walmart, and it is a melon kind of flavor. And the only reason I really bought it is because it has a shark on it. It's a fucking cool-ass design. It is okay flavor, <laughs> but that is whatever. I just really like the, the can. Shmeep, what do you got? I have a genuine Fago Delicious Lemon Lime Sprite. <laughs> uh, so let's crack go these the bitches open. That is refreshing. Ah, indeed. All right, let's jump into let's it. Let's jump right into this with the first track, Pistol on My Side. Yo, it's the quarantine sessions. Cade, let's get it cracking. Pistol on my side, pistol on my side. What it do? I was born to ride, you was born to die. What fuck is you? Riding round the block, riding round the block. Where you at? Shut the lights off, shut the fucking lights off. Pistol on my side, pistol on my side. Got a tug. I was born to ride, you was born to die. Motherfucker, riding round the block, riding round the block. Where you at? Shut the lights off, pull up with the Glock. For some dome, put you in the ground. Wanna smoke, now they got it, got the overdose. Load the bullets, eyes bulging out, they fucking skulls. Blood dripping, fully sipping, body filled with holes. Lift your soul to the clouds, time to let it go. Pistol on my side, pistol on my side. I was born to ride, you was born to die. So, pistol on my side. Breaking out the gate here. So, we get a fairly, it's not in, not in a bad way, but a fairly simple instrumental here. <laughs> um, and really quick, uh, like, short verses. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's um, in, he's out. Boom. Yeah. This is, um, a, this is a style of song that I know I have heard before. I cannot uh-huh. place it. Like it's this is a this is a thing like this is this is like there is a there's there's like a you know like how like in in every genre you have like oh this is a that kind of song mm-hmm. it's one of those I cannot yeah, play like I, know, I my brain has it somewhere <laughs> I wish I fucking wish I fucking wish I just had like a the 
presence of mind required to remember things, but B also just the memory somewhere in there. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't have that fundamental right. shit. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. Like, and I, the sad thing is, is there's probably a song that we've already encountered at some point <laughs> on this show that's like that, but I don't know. Um, the, one of the biggest things, um, that, that jumped out of me, um, with, with uh, this gentleman, uh, Mr. Scribble, um, his voice. Oh, yeah. He, he, okay. So there is a specific style of voice that I immediately imagine when I think of horrorcore. He's, it's this one. It is this one. Um, it's the one remember... where if you've uh, if you've ever seen Mac Lethal, doing... I was literally just going to tell you this. I was literally <laughs> going to bring that up when when Mac Lethal does the rapping in like twenty five styles, and he just busts out. I think it's like Juggalo rapper. That is the voice he fucking does, and it's yep. the funniest shit. I can't believe we were so on sync with that. I'm here for you. <laughs> um, but his voice also reminds me of um, Mad Child, um, who was a member of the group Swollen Members. Um, yeah, like, they, um, Mad Child has a very unique voice, and this is fairly similar to that, but yeah, as soon as I was thinking, like, I don't like lumping people into the the category of, like, Juggalo slash Horrorcore rappers. I don't like doing that because I'm sure that, like, while that might be, like, okay with some, I think that it's also, like, just lumping something together in that group is not necessarily fair. Mm -hmm. And I should point out too, is whenever I was speaking to, to scribble, he said, um, you know, I'm not a huge ICP fan, but I have a huge respect for like what they've done. Oh, sure. You know? And, and that is completely valid. Like even people who don't like ICP, you have to admire the fact that they've gotten to where they have. You said this countless times. Um, but like, I don't know if, if Scribble is, you know, I, I think now we've just come to understand that there's just underground hip hop. Oh, yeah. And there's different facets of it. It's been there. And, yeah. uh, but but his voice is just very reminiscent of a number of the the horrorcore uh, style. Um, he not- has he has a style that he could definitely hop on to like a Rida's verse. He, he hmm. can be on a Rida's track because there's oh, for sure. <laughs> they're, they're, they're when it, like I've talked before about how like whenever we listen to Riders tracks and all that stuff, like some of Violent J's verses, I'm like, this is just a regular Violent J verse because there's yes. a distinction between the style of like in the end, what are you doing? Oh, you're talking about like murdering people and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> There's a specific way that you speak of murdering people whenever you're doing riders versus whenever you're clowns. <laughs> yes. And with riders it's guns, with clowns exactly. it's Exactly. <laughs> and this man has an outrageous number of ways to reference killing somebody with a gun. <laughs> this is not but this is not just in this song. We'll come to another oh, no. track later <laughs> on that He's got a lot. That, yeah, so um but yeah, I just uh, I just want to point out like the dude has a unique voice, and yet it it is like it does remind me of other stuff, oh, which sure. is not bad. Like it's it it works. Like you can't have <laughs> you can't have a voice like there was there was a joke may not even be a joke. My stepdad always hated the fact that Akon mm-hmm. had uh, songs like Locked Up and Ghetto 
because he's like, how are you going to like make music about that when your voice sounds like that? <laughs> like Akon has a great voice for like lonely and uh, what I, uh, I just had sex. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but like stuff about like the hood or prison, like you don't have the voice for that. You just don't hear it from him now. Right. But uh, but no, for, for the style that, that we're hearing directly on the first uh, song, got the voice for it, man. Oh, you, you got um, it. I, uh, this, is such a weird, uh, this is such a weird kind of way to do this because like this is the first time that we're covering somebody who's probably definitely going to hear what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not knocking. This is just my honest opinion. Um, personally, this song was a little bit like... It's not that I dislike it, it's the fact that the the chorus is as long as each verse. That's and fair, yeah. <laughs> because because of the the style that the chorus is, it's just hard for me to like really hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean th- that said, it's still it's still a fairly dope track. There is a uh, there there's a thing that I will have to talk about over the next couple of songs that may mm-hmm illuminate some things about this album as a whole that i think you will Mm -hmm. find interesting it's one of the interesting things i said i had to talk about that i didn't tell you anything about Mm. uh also uh one thing to uh, note and it will be made known i believe literally on the next song uh scribble is from the west coast um it's known based on his style of rap and also the instrumentals yeah this album is very like west coast style beats um, because of the production he got, he got uh, production from uh, some some people who have done work with like Nipsey Hussle and Snoop Dogg. So big deal, like dude got some dope ass production on this on this EP. So uh, I got nothing else on this track. Uh, what about you, man? I'm good. Up next, right. come get it, featuring TG. this play for a second so we can hear uh tg on the second verse of this because i love it (laughs) i'm hyped for this verse Uh, let's go this is tg gee me and my nigga scribble 
That's an alley-oop off the dribble. With this 40 cal, you'll catch a bullet like George Kittle. If I'm on your head, keep your ass on the swivel. Real L.A. Raider. Word to my nigga call eating whack rappers. Cause it's all about balls. And this gas in my lungs got me stomping on stars. Ocean grown in my Dutch when I open up jaws. Fish out of water. So yeah. As you just brought up, heavy West Coast influence. Mm-hmm. Very. Oh, yeah. Very. So I actually did some looking up uh, okay. on who this TG fellow is, and I still don't fucking know for sure because uh-huh. here's a problem. <laughs> you named yourself TG. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a Toronto rapper. You could be. Uh, he's de- he's probably definitely a California yes. rapper. Uh you could be this guys. dude that I found songs by who does like a like auto tune R and B rap. I don't think you are. Mm. Or you could be a battle rapper that I have actually found footage of. Oh, I think he's the battle rapper one. Oh, okay. Mostly because you can kind of feel it in the way that he constructs his lines. Because mm-hmm. um, like in battle rap nowadays, like it's not usually to like. Depending on, I guess, the style, I don't know. I see a lot of battle rapping nowadays that's just no beat whatsoever. It's it's all it's like slam poetry. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah exactly. Like, and yeah, uh, it, his <laughs> he's a clever man. <laughs> For real, catch a this, bullet uh, like George Kittle, who I had to look up. San Francisco 49er receiver. <laughs> like he catches the ball, you know. Mm. Rappers so illiterate they spit in all typos. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I also love track, the beat for this. Like, yeah, this beat this is already like we're track 2 and this is a standout for me. So let me talk um, about the beat on this cuz that's what okay. I that's the interesting thing that I had to talk about for this. Let's go. So, uh you can hear at the very beginning of it. It says a pragmatic on the beat. Mm-hmm. That is pragmatic beats. Um, you can actually find this beat on their YouTube channel because they just make a bunch of beats that you can, uh, you can license them or use them for free as long as you give them credit in them. Oh, that's cool. This is a thing that I know about from a long ways back when I used to work with somebody who did rap, uh, on the side and, oh. uh, I listened to a bunch of their tracks and stuff and they had stuff from a place called like all roundup productions. They're like another one that you can just snag beats off of and stuff like that as long as mm-hmm. you give proper credit or license right. them. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of places are doing that now. I know Funk oh, Volume yeah. did that. Uh, Magic Ninja M and E Beats uh, does that too. Oh, nice. Um, where you can get beats from them. So, sorry, go on. But no. Um, going forward, that's a thing mm-hmm. that I, I I I will bring up here and there on some things for some specific reasons. Here, it is very it is a very good beat choice. Like in general, mm-hmm. his his choice of of beats for these things is very very good. They yes. fit well with what he's doing and it's mm-hmm. it's fucking sick. Uh especially on this track. I love I love the good West Coast shit. And this is this is something that's that's kind of interesting. Like West Coast I always I always interpret as being like a more laid back style compared to East Coast like mm-hmm. with that that boom bat like Wu Tang oh, yeah. and, and shit like that. Yeah. Like I always feel like the East Coast stuff is more like hype and jump around stuff. But this one is not like it's not laid back. Like this has oh, no. a steady tempo that has some jump to it. But it's, it's got just it's so got good. groove and it has that little bit of like funk edge to it. And and one thing I wanna ask, um, Scribble, uh, please let us know, is 
do you pick and choose your instrumentals and then write around them? Or do you already have like the style and maybe like a basic concept done? And then you try and find the beat to match that. Mm. Because I know that some artists like it, it's, it's a flip flop for some of them. Yeah. Um, like I know that whenever tech, uh, he showed back whenever he came out with KOD, mm-hmm. he ended up making two more EPs, two or three more EPs after Mm-hmm. That had beats that he had grabbed, that he intended to be for KOD, and never got used. I actually but have a, just that dark style. I have a book and... that talks about that uh, a little mm-hmm. bit because it's so it's just interviews I'm, with I'm a bunch of curious. rappers on stuff, and and Tech is actually in that book talking about like his the way that he works with like. I beats guarantee I know the book that you're talking about. It's my how to rap book. <laughs> <laughs> I um. <laughs> But yeah, I'm just curious because I know that some people will, will do one way over another and I'm just curious. But the like I said, this is track two and this is already a big fucking standout to me. I, I like think this, this track is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scribble's dope. Got good wordplay on it. TG is dope because TG's style is not necessarily contradictory to what Scribble does, but it's different enough. It's a contrast, um, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's both. And I, I just... His okay. his okay. use, the, the way that he... Like, TG's... A, Good use of space in his in his mm-hmm. verses and stuff. He's got he'll he'll let a beat breathe a little bit and then mm-hmm. like also he's just clever as shit. He's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I I'm all for like I, I tend to get a little bit bored with some some of the rap that comes out where it's it's kinda lackadaisical. Mm-hmm. Um and you kinda just like throw the line out there just because and this doesn't do that. Yeah. Like there's purpose for the way that he's actually like delivering the lyrics and that's fine. Yeah. I, I genuinely like it. So, and, uh, and again, this beat just so fucking good. That it, hook is awesome. That hook is awesome. It's, it's, it's like, good. I love this one. It's, it's really and, good. One. And TG, if, uh, if, if you happen to hear this, uh, I want to know the, uh, the one rap battle that I saw, uh, if, if that was in fact, you, uh, appeared to end without an actual ending because people in 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 the crowd started getting a little way too rowdy and it looks like some shit may have popped off i want to know what happened oh shit (laughs) well i'd look up the actual video for it and and cite the specific battle but i don't fucking remember and i'm lazy on unsolved mysteries (laughs) (laughs) all right all right we all done with that i think so up next that kind of love Daddy, you know I love you. Get 
what do you I think? heard this song, and I immediately thought of two different songs. Okay. Uh, interested. The first being Lonely by Akon. Okay. Probably not. And uh, another song called Alone With You by Buckshot. And the reason being is because of that chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime, whenever they, they take these um, uh, lines from, I'm assuming, just older songs and, and adjust them for... Do the pitch um, up. Yeah, with the pitch up or some kind of um, just vocal adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, anytime I hear those, it's always done in like an earnest manner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you're hearing, like, it's not like you're hearing, like, a Metallica song. <laughs> like, <laughs> nobody's grabbing, like, Enter Sandman and, you know, putting that for, for some song like this. Mm-hmm. But it's always songs that are more, not necessarily emotional, but yeah. where the, the person, um, the, the artist itself is showing vulnerability. Yeah. And... I am a sucker for that shit. <laughs> like, there is there is only so much, and I think we're we're getting it more nowadays, which is a, a good thing. Not to some extent, it might be a little oversaturation, but rap, and we've talked about this before. Rap is a very like like dominant, like that macho. macho thing, yeah. You can't like th- there's no weakness or whatever. But and if there is for some reason, like that shit is ignored. Again, showing signs of vulnerability, where you know the the artist is like, you know, fucked up back then or whatever. Or shit's fucked up mm-hmm. now, you know. And I'm doing what I can to make things better. Like uh, in this song, it's it's talking about how you know struggled. Uh, you know, early on, um, and uh, towards the end, it's it's about how basically he's just doing what he can to uh, to take care of, make have a good life for for uh, his kid, yeah, um, who we hear at the beginning, and th- like genuine, genuine shit, yeah, le- learning to like leave behind like toxicity in your life, e- even whenever it's like. Like, it's hard to fucking do because a lot of times, mm-hmm. like, the toxicity in your life doesn't come from, like, something obviously bad that you hate. It comes from the things that you like that are near to you that you don't yeah. want to leave, but you have to. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's a, you know, it's been important to like, move forward and recover from stuff. It's a very personal song, and I do like yep. it for that. Uh, yes, Here is where, um, when I talked about where he pulls beats from and stuff, this is one where I look at it and... I really like this song, but I feel if he had somebody that he was working directly with, uh, like to produce this, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if he did. I don't. I don't know where. I don't know if this is one that um, he snagged from, like a um, like another production thing like that. But um, I feel like it would be because mm-hmm. his specific voice for this. It's hard to fit a voice like this into a track like this, but you can do it. Yeah. Uh, in my head, the one that I thought of as an example for this, because I, I went and looked it up like immediately after this. Mm-hmm. Let's have a look at something like Love the Way You Lie, Eminem featuring mm-hmm. Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Eminem's voice does not fit with like a, you know, this kind of like soft track. <laughs> but <laughs> Thanks, Enzo. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> you said it. Hey, 
anybody from that area can say soft. <laughs> but no, um, like, it can be done, but, like, if you listen to, like, somebody Love the Way You Lie or something like that, it has that kind of, like, you know, it's got, like, the soft guitar and stuff in it, but mm-hmm. the fucking beat in that is heavy as shit. Yes. The snares pop. Yes. Like, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that, and, like, just slight tweaks to it would mm-hmm. really fucking kick this off mm-hmm. um as it stands it sounds like a little bit strange like his voice is kind of like clashing with like the general mm-hmm. sound of it and all that but mm-hmm. like i said i really like the song i think <laughs> I, I, think, I think if he could i think he should at some point down the road get with a fucking producer and drop a fucking beat for this like mm-hmm. do it do a good reworking of this would do some fucking wonders i think i think that which what, what you're saying basically is lyrically and everything the song is good it's really good it yeah. just does not fit the what the te- the, the the mood the style of the ish. song yeah it, right it, right it's, it's i feel like there's a bit of clash uh between beat and rapper here Right, right. But it and is I think very that, good. <laughs> right. And that just takes like that just takes adjustment from either again the production side or the artist side. Yeah. And there's only so much that both can do. It's kind of like a meeting ground thing. For sure. Uh, of what you can do. Um as an aside, Love the Way You Lie is an overrated song. Um why it got so fucking popular, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Oh. Um But no, like I I I actually I do I really enjoy this one. It's still. good. Um, it's like I said, a song that is delved in complete realism. Um, you know, something that a lot of people can relate with. It's it is very like hard hitting for mm-hmm. that for that reason alone. Um, and I do like the instrumental. It's it's smooth. It's a good instrumental. Um, you know, if there was a bit more of kick to it, then maybe that would suit better with with scribbles voice um but as it stands i still think it's a solid song oh yeah so i don't have any like negatives i think that there's things that could be maybe slightly improved but as it stands it's a still a fucking solid track like, yeah all right anything next, else on i do not have anything else on this one okay i'm next spitstorm interlude hey yo I was born and raised in a white trash town. Meth lab mayhem, taste that smell. Look at these creeps, look at these speed freaks. All spun the fuck out here, nobody sleeps. Family motto is fuck the police. And then he raggeds a ball bad. So this track is like a quick possible freestyle. I don't know. It sounds like he's just popping off the dome, doing a little bit of that. Breaking down who he be. Yeah. I and I th- I heard this and just thought eight mile. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's really what that is. <laughs> um, I I don't care for this one much just because just freestyle with no actual instrumental just kind of it, it never has really appealed to me much. Um, like if if we were gonna relate it to something like saying, stamina is like in outdone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's not to say that this is like bad or anything. I think it's uh, I think it's dope for what it is, um, and it is fairly short. It's only like a minute long. Yeah. Um, so it is cool for what it is. Dude has some sick lines in it. Um, so it's just 
like I said, the, when I say like Eight Mile, I'm just thinking of like the times where Eminem's character is just like where he's in like the like the lunch line or whatever, <laughs> like at his work, and they just start doing that stuff. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not sure if um, I, I tried seeing, but I I didn't happen to see anything like. Uh, did Scribble ever do like any kind of battle rapping or, or just freestyling with other people or trying better? Because I know freestyling, there's people who can freestyle and either you're good at freestyling or you're really, really bad. <laughs> we have like, talked that's, about that's this one before. <laughs> yes. Um, again, I, and I know I mentioned it before, but check out, if you can find videos of it, check out Freestyle 101 um, mm-hmm. from G4 way back when. Um, some people can fucking freestyle. Some people cannot and do pre-writtens. Some yeah. people just should not try it at all. <laughs> Check out Iron Mike, Eli versus Envy. Check out, um, what was it? I think it was like, and I'm, I may have talked about this, but whenever they did uh, Bizarre, did Freestyle 101, Bizarre from mm. 12 and he was talking about how, like, you know, whenever they would try and freestyle, they'd be like, okay, we'll rap about the lamp. Okay, now rap about the shoe. Now rap about the lamp and the shoe in the same line and make it make sense. And it's like, oh god damn. <laughs> so not that I'm saying that this necessarily is a freestyle. This may not have been. And it might have just been something where it's like, okay, I can just keep writing. Okay, this doesn't fit any of the beats that I got, but I can just run with it, and as long as it's in a cadence, um, you know, it'll still sound dope. And it's kind of yeah. cool that we have like the 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 rainfall in the background. Like, yeah. so it gives some sort of ambiance. If it was completely, like, dead silent, I, I wouldn't, I probably would like it less. Um, so as it stands, like I said, I probably don't, wouldn't listen to this one much more, um, just because it is so short, and I do prefer when there is an instrumental. But, I mean, it is, it is pretty cool. And this is right in the middle of, of this EP. We're already halfway done now with this EP. Oh, yeah, it's a quick um, one. So this is just, like, moving fast, and... To have the interlude, like, at this point, is a very smart move. Um, so, dude has, has done a good job of, uh, of of how he's arranging the, the EP. Some people struggle with that. But, no, this is working good so far. Yeah. All right. I think, are we ready to move on? We are. All right. This is going to be track five. This is Betrayed. It features Blaze Dead Homie, Boondocks, and Damius. Yeah, yeah. Scrabble. Blaze your dad, homie. Boondocks. Damien. Killian B. Bringing you that raw shit. Knife to the backside for that bitch thing. I'ma pull that motherfucker out his range. Let it bang. Let it pop. Drag his body on the rocks. Let it drain. Dump the shotty in the swamp. 30 rats get the blade. Back, back, back in the days. For I knew the wicked ways. I was sipping, living stupid with no blueprint for the maze. So I navigated, got through hell and graduated. Hey, flowing through my blood. Never knew love felt only. Sinking. I felt it puncture my skin. 
And when he buried that knife up in my back, I felt it sinking. I felt it puncture my skin. I am not the devil, cause I kick it with the heathens. I am not the answer, Christ sent to lead the non-believers. I am not a demon feeding on the souls of all the weak. And I am not a preacher preaching treason, eating them from eating. I am something far worse. A wolf amongst the sheep. Alright. Betrayed. A song about being stabbed in the back by mm-hmm. by people that were were close to you. I feel like I know a bit about uh, what that feels like. Um, Mike, do you happen to have a timestamp for the Blaze You Dead Homie verse? Don't. Why don't you have a timestamp for the Blaze You Dead Homie verse? Is it possible because? There isn't a Blaze Your Dead Homie verse on this track. Is it possible that he featured Blaze Your Dead Homie on a, on a track and did not? There's no there's no verse from Blaze Your Dead Homie. I didn't get to hear a Blaze verse. He's, he's on that chorus though. I didn't get to hear a Blaze verse, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Stab me in the fucking back. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was excited when I saw him. I was like, oh, Blaze. And I'm like, oh, that's him on that hook. But where's his verse going to be? Where is he going to be at? And I'm like, he never ha- he never showed up. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but... This is, the first, teased us. <laughs> this is the first time that I've heard boondocks on anything to my knowledge. Um, yes, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm actually kind of disappointed that you heard boondocks oh, on this. No, no, no. It's a shame. Because I'm a huge boondocks fan. Mm-hmm. But this is not at all <laughs> what you will hear come his first record that, that drops in 2006. That's a shame. I kind of dig his style on this. You know, well, it's... I'm just saying, this is... Boondocks now is different from Boondocks 2006. Just trust oh, me on this okay. one. But it, I mean, it's a gradual evolution. Sure, but sure. like, <laughs> I'm kind of glad that, that this is what you heard because whenever we finally get to the harvest, you're going to be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> his uh, um, like, like his his delivery in the beginning of that is really fucking cool and just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love I love any time a rapper drops like a shit ton of alliteration like in a row. It's yes. really fucking good, and he just nails yes. that in this. Yes, um, Damius so we did not is, get to, but he does some some good fast rap in that shit. Oh, his he has probably the the darkest. So this this is a horrorcore song. Oh yeah, plain sure. and simple. There is no denying it. Um, and Damius has probably the darkest verse. And we could skip up to them. him if you want to hear a bit of it. Uh, do you have yeah, any, any time on that? Like, I don't. Okay, I'm just gonna guess. Okay. This uh this guy has a very good verse for or sorry, not verse uh voice. No that his verse is bad. Uh he has a good voice for this style as well. Oh yeah, um, he like, sound mad. <laughs> yeah, just just a tiny bit. Um, but yes, this is definitely like a very horrorcore. Oh yeah, style song. Um, 
One of my favorite things about this track um, is in the last um, four bars of each uh, each verse, um, the beat changes up and all we get is really like a piano. Mm-hmm. And they change up their rap style to match that. Um, mostly Scribble and Boondocks do it. Uh, Damius is a little bit different, but you, you definitely hear it in their verses that they change it up just oh, yeah. to match that instrumental. It's a good tone and change for the last part of it. It's so good. It's super good. Um Blaze's uh, chorus, like Blaze's style, changes over time. Um, and he's very different from do. what I've always heard from him. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's the thing. It's this is why it's kind of weird to jump because, as we said, this EP was dropping this week. So we're going from we just did an album last episode that was from 2003, and now we're jumping 17 years. 17 <laughs> and <laughs> and um. So this this is definitely like a little bit different than what we're used to, or at least what, what you're used to. Oh, yeah. Um, but Blaze has a creepy like voice put on for this, and it works and, so well. And it still sounds like him. <laughs> yes, Blaze uh, Blaze has a unique voice, and yet do, doesn't matter like what voice he uses for the thing. He could be yelling in riders, or he could be doing something like this, and you know it's Blaze. It's always you know Blaze, it is. Yeah. Um, but um, this is this is another standout track. If if not for the fact that again, this is the most horror horror that we get on here. Oh, for sure. Um, and Scribble got good guests on this one too. Oh yeah. Um, and I don't think that anybody like really like one ups anybody else because they've all got some really good lines in here hell yeah um i'm a little partial to boondocks just because i've i've been a fan of his for quite a long time but everybody is really good on this <laughs> um so yeah i i dig it it's for, for it being as dark as it is um and for me like who only likes a little bit of like the horror core that's like darker than what icp and, and the like have done um, I'm sorry if y'all can hear fucking uh, train outside. Uh, my apologies. Sorry. But no, like uh, the the one thing but, I will say about this is that uh, as far as a song about betrayal goes, in each verse you have like one mention of it, and then the rest of it's just like <laughs> the the murder stuff. <laughs> It is well, it yeah. is an entire verse of the murder stuff, and then like, by the way, it's because I was stabbed in the back. Yeah. They were, <laughs> and you know what? You know how many times they were betrayed? Once. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Never again. There's a reason for that. So, no. Another solid fucking track. Like, so far, like, this this is this is an easy listen. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm digging this. It, it, it just fucking rolls. It does not, like... There, there are people who can make a like twenty to a twenty to thirty minutes sound like for fucking ever. This is not right, one of them. For <laughs> sure, no. This is it's, it's it's a breeze. It feels good. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, I got nothing else on that one. So we free to move on. I think we're free to move on. All right. Track six under alien control. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Looking around, wondering where we've landed. The flashing lights got me in a trance and the buzzing sounds sinking deep into the sanctum. I think this is a 
This is intergalactic, uh, if it was dark. <laughs> and a little less groovy. It's still yeah. grooving, but intergalactic grooves it still, hard. It still has a groove, though. <laughs> this, uh, this has got a bouncy beat. It's fun. Yeah, talking about some um, murder aliens here. Yeah. Some like destroy-all-humans shit. Mm, I've never played that. It's alright. And I know that it just got... Did it just get re-released? It it recently had or a remake. Or about to? Yeah, it, yeah. There, there was a remake recently. This uh, mm. this actually interestingly reminded me of something that's the complete opposite of that. Uh-huh. Um, Ow. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a uh, short story by a dude named Harry Turtledove. Uh, he's a guy who writes alternate fiction stuff a lot. Uh, okay. It's called The Road Not Taken, and it is okay. about... So, like, the secret to, like some form of like gravity control that allows faster than light travel is like really simple but humanity just kind of like missed it somehow <laughs> and like this this alien race is like traveling through the galaxy basically just conquering worlds with this sweet technology that they have but because they found it so fast when they get to earth like they never had like an industrial revolution and all this stuff so they show up to Earth and they're like, we're taking over. And it's like, the fuck you are. And like all these aliens have like matchlock weapons and stuff because they didn't develop all of it because they found the secret to like this technology super fast. So Earth just like steamrolls them. <laughs> and like the whole thing is told by these aliens like in like as POWs just sitting there like, what the fuck did we just do? <laughs> I've never heard of that. And that sounds actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh you know, it's this cool stuff. Very interesting. Um, I like um, the uh, the second verse that uh, that we get from Scribble. Yes. Um, he has his his lyrical delivery changes a little bit because we do get more of that. Um, not necessarily the alliterate the alliteration, um, but. Um, I like uh, I like this uh, this couple bars here. I'm just gonna read the lyrics. Intergalactic assassin, work for the passion. Stepping on my turf, my bird will start clapping. Fuck Game of Thrones. I don't kill no dragons. Came from the Shire, bitch. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking. I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> Like, yes, drop this, drop this couple lines of a nerd thing that I know, and you just, you just win. You just win. Goddamn, it's like it's like Blam from fucking. Oh yeah, just 
<laughs> no, um, and then I think uh, at the very end of the track, um, do you actually want to play? It's like I think it's like the last like fifteen seconds or something. Sure. sure. Go ahead and play that. I know, what you, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, of course. On a different planet, humans need not fear. We and our people come in peace. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, That's yeah. It's a fun little outro. Hell yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good I, track. I dig that one a lot, it's, too. It's yep. very, like... I, it's it's just fun. Like it's <laughs> also also want to point out because um, we're we're in the last two tracks now. Um, all of these songs are fairly short, with the exception of oh, yeah. uh, betrayal. Um, I'm sorry, betrayed, um, which I think is like four minutes long or just under four minutes. Everything else is like okay, yeah. As the longest everything track. else, yeah. Everything else is like under three minutes for the most part, or something like that. Yeah, like. These tracks go in and out, and then you're and then you're like good. <laughs> like a lot of times, I, I I get sad whenever I'm like, man, I really like this song. It sucks that it's so short. Like whenever there's a song that's like two and a half minutes or three minutes long, mm-hmm. and because then I think about songs that I fucking hate and wonder why they made it. You know, five and a half, six minutes long because they exist. Um, yeah. but you know what? Sometimes sometimes it is possible to have too much of a good thing. So. I- Dude just, said what he needs to it. say. And he's, exactly. He's out. <laughs> exactly. I, I just remember... Um, I mean, the real reason why Betrayed is as long as it is is because he had guest verses on it. Like, Yeah. That's why yeah. Come Get It uh, like almost toes the three-minute line. That's why... Right. I mean, that kind of love is just a slow song in general. That's why it's past three minutes, but not very yeah. far. I mean... I just... Uh, I remember way back... Way, 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 way back um, whenever uh, Chameleon Air blew up with the song Riding... Mm-hmm. And um, I, I looked at like some reviews on that record, and one of the distinct ones I can't remember who it was from. It might have been Billboard or Rolling Stone, but they said one of the like biggest detriments to the the whole album is that so many of the songs tow like the four four and a half minute mark. And I'm thinking to myself like what's like what's the problem with that? And like over time, it's like no, it it does make sense. Like riding itself, like the song riding is fairly long. It is, but it's then also again, it, it keeps it up, so it's all good. Right, but at the same time, there is also like a very long outro on it, which is stupid as fuck. Oh, um, yeah, there's a stupid ass skit that is in the song, and it's just mm. pointless. But like that, it, it makes me. Uh, it reminds me of how. Um, radio typically would would not play songs that were more than about three and a half minutes long yep i believe that was uh that was what it was and what was the band i think it was metallica Maybe. when they they ended up making a song and they said it was like just over three and a half minutes or something like that mm-hmm. and the song was like seven minutes but they sent it out <laughs> to radio stations with that timestamp of whatever and and then they played it and it's like they were like well, we can't stop the song and then it became like a big hit anyways. i guess that's how one got on the radio though. it might have been one <laughs> and that's and that's the thing um i mean like bohemian again, rhapsody always gets played in its entirety yeah it's if, six six something it's pretty long technically yeah. uh anytime that we will rock you gets played we are the champions follows it immediately those two are always yeah. played back to back on the radio Right, and that's the thing. That's why for a long time I couldn't tell if it was one big song yeah. or if they're separate. <laughs> but 
and it's whatever. But that's not something that we have to worry about on here because almost all these trongs, trongs, songs, got it, <laughs> are super quick, and that's not a bad thing because yeah. sometimes you don't even need more than that. You got a fucking good song, get it down there, and you're good. Hell yeah. So, all right, the misfits don't break two minutes for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh jeez. I think it was, I think, wow, fuck, what was the band? Uh, Bad Religion had a song called Supersonic, and I think it's like 1 minute 58. And I'm like, man, this song is good, and I, re- like, today, though, I still wish that song was longer, because it's a fucking great song. Napalm Death, <laughs> like, what, two seconds? One second? I don't remember. <laughs> Alright, right, let's move on. Track seven. Leech. On the BK, it's the beast scale, huh? I'm spinning, I gotta take a piss. So I reach for my dick and I squeeze the tip of it. Piss on myself, fell the fuck down. Blackout, passed out, crashed on the ground. Shit face, and at this pace, I'm on a downward spiral. Mistakes, no breaks, I cut them last night. Now pass me the jack and a line of snow white. Bitch, get off my shish kebab. I got flows that'll blow your britches off. So dope, and you know my shit is raw. Legitimate beast, almost hit the floor. Back at it, flow so cancerous. No hoes dance to this. It continues as this there is not a hook. Yeah, there is no hook on this. Scribble, you listened to this show before, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> do I have to do I even have to say it? Mike, you got this for me. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> the fact that I think that's the one and only. It is the only. <laughs> yeah, in this entire EP. Um, this is, is um, uh, where, where you said that Betrayed is the most horrorcore song on this album. This track yeah, is the about most. It now. This track is the most psychopathic records track. It on is. this album it, it probably, is yeah I didn't think very about it like that. transgression for transgression's sake but it you know like missed the manson train by many years right my this opinion is, <laughs> this lyrically and this this is not necessarily a knock on it this lyrically is a clusterfuck mm. um this is this is a song that nothing is really said no nah. and I think it's shock value for the sake of shock value. This is a twisted. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, like, it's one thing whenever I have the song, like, like Betrayed, which, okay, yeah, it's dark and, and whatnot, but you have the clear reason for it. With yeah. this one, it's kind of just like, I'm just going to say some fucked up shit for two minutes. Just, just let me have that, and then, and then we'll move on. Yeah. Um, so this one is not. This isn't for me. Yeah. I, I, I personally did not care for this one. Um, can I see why some people would really enjoy it? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I can totally understand. You know, I can understand why some people like Riddlebox. They're wrong. Oh, Here we go. <laughs> right, I just want to throw this out there real quick. I was speaking to uh, to um, Instagram user Twisted History. Um, very oh. nice person. Again, I've said it uh, many times. Go ahead and check out their uh, their Instagram profile. It's great. Um, but uh, he was uh, he got to the um, 
Jekyll Brothers album uh, episode. Yeah. And uh, was telling me, um, like, oh, man, I just did Most Tasteless. And uh, and I was act- I was afraid to listen to it because I was hoping that uh, you wouldn't bash it that much. And, you know, I was kind of surprised about your take on it. <laughs> um, since I know you don't care for older Twisted as much. I was like, no, no, it's fine. Like, we all have opinions. He's like, I just don't understand the Riddlebox hate so much. I was like... I was like, okay, I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> About 85% of the Riddlebox hate from me is for show. Yeah. Very exaggerated. <laughs> like, like I'm being legit. Like, And part of it is a running gag that I have with a friend of mine who I'm pretty sure knows that I'm joking with her, but it's still funny to mess with her and say that Riddlebox is shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, like... This, like I said, this track just isn't for me. Um, I mean, it sounds some, like it sounds like on some, some parts of it that he's speaking on some shit about like you know newer rappers to the game and stuff. I mean, mostly in the last lines of it. And this is this is what I brought up to you. I mess I messaged you um, earlier this week, where I pointed out that I feel like rap more than any other genre of music uh, is concerned with um, elements of it from other people. Yeah are being fake yeah i mean like this that, is real rap that is fake rap i don't like that fake rap shit it, it exists and here and there and stuff like metal um like that that's always okay. been like a big thing as far like mm-hmm. the metal elitism is a whole fucking thing and uh-huh. it was actually kind of parodied a little bit by like um i believe man war was the ones that did that uh they had like their mm-hmm. death to all false metal thing which was a joke on their part like they were goofing but oh I, I feel like it was still a thing that was held by many people at the time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he just says, like, there's there's a part towards the very end um, where he just says, fuck rap, fuck rap music, fuck that new shit. Um, which, if you think about it, this is a this is brand new, new EP. What are you? Scribble, are you saying fuck your own music? What are you doing, Scribble? You played that's, yourself. That's ca- that's that's counterproductive to you, you fucking getting people to listen yourself. to the music. <laughs> Damn. Man. Um. Yeah. There's uh. There's just. I'm just. I, I keep like glancing down the lyrics of this one, and I'm like, this is just a fucking crazy song. <laughs> the the one line that that got me, and I I should have like, I I knew it was coming when I heard the first half of the line. Oh. Um. In in um, technically, if this if this goes by verse, this is in verse three. Uh, <laughs> came to me to please her. Thought that I would eat her. Well, I did. Literally, that bitch is in my freezer. Ah, yes. And I'm just like, as soon as I heard blah blah blah, eat her, and I was like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be cannibalism. Up oh, there, it is. There it is. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm dunking on this song, but that's <laughs> if I if I don't have any opinion, then what's the point in listening to it? This song just isn't for me. Like I'm sorry, man, it. you you made a Hobson song, and we can't abide that. <laughs> <laughs> are are you bringing back real rap scribble? Is that what you're doing? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I heard something about Hobson releasing new music soon. And I'm like, why? Because he's got to bring back real rap. He's been talking about I, it for years. Oh, this is why he finally does it. 
Alright. <laughs> I'm 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 good on this one. Leech, not for me, but I can see the appeal. So that's all. This in my opinion, this is one of the weaker ones just to me. Yeah. Because I didn't even care for the beat too much. Um, so that's just that's just uh, that's a skip for me. But that's just me. It was a good beat so. match because it is that like it's like I said, it's oh, a psychopathic his, like, record song. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, like what he did works with the beat incredibly well. Oh yeah. If it's I just if it is your thing, beat. it's your thing. It yeah. ain't our thing. Yeah. So and that's all good. I think it's time we close out this album. Yep. With the final track. Track number track eight. eight. Fuck Carol Baskin. I don't know why these plants are dead. Carol fucking Baskin. This here dog used to be a tiger. You wanna know how it changed? Carol fucking Baskin. Wanna know how that turd got there? Carol fucking Baskin. Fucking bitch. Hey yo, fuck Carol Baskin. Fuck that bitch. I said fuck Carol Baskin. Fuck that bitch. Fuck Carol Baskin. Fuck that bitch. I said fuck Carol Baskin. Fuck that bitch. Hey yo, fuck Carol Baskin. That bitch killed a man. Spend his ass to the cats collecting up all them bags. Freeze your anxiety. Snorting up them knockouts. But fucking dead through is realer than 90% of y'all Defying or selling all Fucked over by y'all as dogs Peace mode Never retreat No way you can ride him all Bad motherfucker from the south Back in heat Running around looking tweaked Talking that shit eight days a week But back to it That hypocritical bitch That cynical twist of shit That she pulling in I will flip She laughing and make me sick Fucking with Joey's click I hope that darn car ends up dead In a fucking ditch Fuck Carol Baskin Hey, all you cool cats and kittens out there! <laughs> Topical. Have, have you uh, have you seen Tiger King at all? I did. I watched all really? the episodes. I even watched the majority of that uh, extra episode they did where they uh, they talked to a lot of the people who were on it. I have seen and uh, none of it. However, really, really, uh, I I don't I don't like being the oh my god you have to watch it, but it is one of those where I've heard I should watch it. You put on episode one. And you're like, okay, but literally, and I'm sure you've heard this, but every episode, the last two minutes fucking hooks you to that next one because you're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's like, it's like Billy Mays was a spokesperson for how to get people to watch the next episode because it's the, but wait, there's more. And like... My God, like, I, I've not been one of the people to, like, jump on shows for, like, one thing or another, like, oh, this blew the fuck up because of this or whatever. Like, I heard about it, and then I think it was, like, four or five days after, um, it initially was on Netflix, uh, watched it all in two days. Yeah. <laughs> I've, like, I've heard that it's... Uh, easy watch. I've heard it's a, it's a pretty good watch and all that stuff, um, but, so, Okay. I listen to there's a there's a podcast that I enjoy called Behind the Bastards. It is um, about the worst people in the fucking world, and uh, okay. you know just talks about why they're the worst people in the fucking world. Uh, mm -hmm. They did a a special bonus episode where uh, uh, Robert Evans, the host of it, sat down with uh, some other guy to chat about Tiger King. Okay, and. Because they're both from like that area in general. Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, they grew up with a lot of people very similar to that. Mm -hmm. So 
what I have gathered from everything that I know about Tiger King is that there is maybe one person on the entire show who shouldn't be fed to the tigers. <laughs> That's my understanding of it. Not only did Carol Baskin's husband deserve it, she does too, so does Joe Exotic, is my understanding of the entire situation. Mm -hmm. um, and their take on it in general also was just that, like, people like her husband in general. Like, they knew people like him. They're like, someone like that just up and disappearing one day for any reason whatsoever... Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty normal. Like literally anything could have happened, including him being, you know, fed to tigers and stuff, but that's just not an out of the ordinary thing for that kind of person. Uh. <laughs> but no, um as the song goes, I mean, it's obviously just you just don't like Carol Baskin. <laughs> I mean, probably I deserved, but I don't know that uh Anybody else on that show really deserves any kind of defending. <laughs> that that show <laughs> I got I got mad whenever I realized like that one of the people uh because they showed his son at one point. Mm -hmm. His son was really popular on TikTok. Oh. Because he was showing a lot of the animals and whatnot that they had at their park. And I was like, oh, well, this dude, like, knows what the fuck he's talking about. And then they showed him, and I'm like, oh, that's why I haven't seen any videos um, from this guy in a while. Because apparently, like, stuff was getting shut down or whatever oh. regarding that. <laughs> but that's not the here nor there. When I'm talking about Tiger King, we're talking about this song. Um, oh, that's, uh, that. I mean, I really, all I had to say about it was related to Tiger King. <laughs> my, uh, my take on this one is, this is... Probably, I mean, given the song, this EP is just coming out this week. This track was probably literally the last thing done. I would expect um, yeah. it's probably pretty. And cool. is kind of just say like, yeah. And by the way, that thing that everybody's talking about, here's my take. Yeah. On it. <laughs> um, it is. This this would be a um. Oh, it's funny because, and we haven't talked about it yet, but. You've listened to the Mighty Death Pop. Yeah. So there are two songs on there that are in similar vein to this. Yep. Shooting Stars, yep. um, which is about Chris Brown. Yep. And oh, what's the other one called? But it's about Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, Dog Catchers. Is that what it is? Dog Catchers? I believe so. And this is just like that. Oh, yeah. It really is. 100%. And I didn't I didn't even think about that until, uh, until just today. Um, that... Yeah, like, these people who are popular because of, you know, one reason or another and don't deserve that fame or whatever, or they've done, sh like, bad shit and they're still fucking popular. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Does this go far? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Quite a bit. There's, there's, there's some lines in there that I'm like, oof, oof. Yeah, I could drop some. Although, I, th there is one, um... There is a word that I hear uh -oh. in here that I don't think I've heard in in uh, in any of the rap songs, at least not uh, not the ones I listen to oh. anytime recently. Um, <laughs> and I'm I'm glad that somebody said it because I was thinking it when I was watching the show. Uh, but the word "cuck." Oh god! Here we go. <laughs> Do not hear that word often. Um, you really shouldn't. <laughs> in 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 music. 
Um, so it's interesting that, uh, that it popped up here because whenever I was watching the show, it was like, hmm. And yeah, so we get it. Uh, we get it thrown out here. I, I don't know the. Uh, I don't know the context of it uh, in terms of the show and all that stuff, but I do know that in these days, typically. Typically, a person who just has that in their lexicon on uh, on a regular basis, you can just kind of chuck in the trash on a regular, like, generally. Yeah. It's, I. It's been adopted I, I, by people, and it's just... Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a word that I hear often. I'll just say that. And it is not one that I use, <laughs> like, um, just because I never think about the word. But... Sometimes I'm just like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> it was just interesting to hear it in the song because I have not had it show up in any of my other music that I listen to. <laughs> so, you know, take that as you will. But this uh, this brings us to the end. That's it. Of Scribble, the Quarantine Sessions EP. What's your thoughts on it overall, man? I think overall it's pretty good. Um like, I guess I guess I'll just jump straight into the like the you know, what are my top threes here, <laughs> to 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 give an idea <laughs> yeah. of the of the whole whole thing. But like, mm -hmm. come get it! It's it's a fucking hype track. You know, it's really fucking yep. good, excellent. Uh, like, like both verses, but also just like in jet, like the the guest verse on it is really fucking good. TG rules. Mm -hmm. Um, betrayed really easy pick. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's fucking cool as shit. Um, mm -hmm. my last one, I'm kind of like stuck between two because I really like them both. Like that kind of love feeling, is a I'm... good one, and also under alien control is I... those those two. <laughs> I knew that you were gonna go with those. Um, I probably have to edge it out for. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> do, do you want to just compromise and say that they tie for three? Yeah, I think I, I think I can tie for third. Like, okay, good because I'm gonna say the exact same thing as you. Yeah, the, the, those ones, like, <laughs> love those. They're they're really good standouts, and I like them a lot. Um, yeah, it's yeah, they're you know. they're good songs. Dude, dude got some great production for the majority of this album. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think that I think that um, Leech and um, fuck carol baskin are a little bit weaker take leave, um yeah. on on those on those fronts um but again that's just my opinion but overall like dude got some good ass shit on this uh on this ep hell yeah um and uh i was told because i was uh, whenever i um i was chatting with him uh, a few nights ago um i was like hey man where can people find this like i want to make sure that you know we put links up he's like it'll be available on all the things oh okay and i looked last night and i could not find it on all the well, things has, has so, he released it yet i don't think it's out i yet. was under the impression that it is because oh. he said it was dropping at when i said like this week as in like this past week like we had some time ahead of time if it's not from then, then it should be out this week. I'm assuming. Huh. Um, but what I will, uh, what what I will recommend is go in at least um, follow Scribble. Um, it looks like he primarily uses his Instagram to uh, to get a lot of his info out. Um, you can find that at Scribble Official. Um, we'll put uh, info in the um, in our, uh, our 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 description for this episode. Yeah. Um, 
so you can go and check out uh, more of his stuff. Um, you, know, you can check out his uh, his albums that he's released in the past, um, as well as other people from Force 5 Records. Um, you can go ahead and buy an album from Mars, and maybe he'll like me and uh, not block me anymore. <laughs> you can tell him, you can tell Mars that I bought a single of his, and uh, and maybe he'll like me. And um, <laughs> keep trying. Um, yeah, one one of these days, one of these days. Um, but yeah, um, the quarantine sessions EP for us having never listened to scribble before um this was honestly a pleasant surprise at least for me yeah. um and i i really didn't enjoy it it's a um, it's a good quick pickup and if uh if you can if if it gets released to like Bandcamp or something like that they have the best artist share buy it from there for sure <laughs> he does have a Bandcamp, but i've only i only see one song on there for some reason i don't know why hmm. um but if anything, like you can, he does have, I believe, physical albums on uh, Force Five Records site. Oh, they have an. So go ahead and check him out. Yeah. Um. So go ahead and check him out. Go ahead and check out his podcast. Um. Again, that is the. I will. Sorry, I'm going to bring it up. Um. The Psychohead Blowout. Um. You can go and check him out there. Um, again, we'll put uh, references for all this in our uh, episode description. Yeah. But um, thanks again to Scribble for hitting us up. Uh, thank you for checking out uh, our podcast. And much appreciated. Um, yeah, we uh, we really uh, we really enjoy this. We appreciate uh, any new uh, listeners, as always, um, as well as the people who continue to uh, listen to us and and interact with us uh, on the regular. For sure, for um, sure. It's super, super, super it's, cool. It's been nice so, talking um, to some of the people who, who show up every once in a while. Right, and I have I have chatted with some of them very consistently, like on my personal like Twitter and whatnot, um, and my personal Instagram. Um, it is really cool just to chat with some people who, you know, got some similar interests and can, you know, exchange opinions. So, yeah. Cool for all of that. So I think that's it. Not um, quite it. Oh, it's not quite it's it. It's not quite it. Because oh. this is releasing on 419. Everybody still has about a week left to get in some mm-hmm. entries for the fucking Haunted Hions. That's right. Our um, Haunted Hions, which was supposed to happen um, as a recording last night. But I decided to we're going to push it back a week because get some more we, entries in there. Get some. Get some yeah, stuff. we'll get some more entries. And because most people were um, more concerned with the gloomy Sunday <laughs> giveaway. It's true. That one was big. Um, <laughs> that was a that was a big deal and justifiably so, um, which I just listened to gloomy Sunday. Um, well, I listened to it the day came, that I got it and it was not bad. So nice. We'll discuss that in like six years. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we, uh, uh, we we listed uh, we listed out all the details in the earlier episode about the contest things. So we got the yeah, it was like a the five questions like a five. and yeah, answer them in an email to us. And Mike, Mike, yeah. where would they yeah. send that email to? Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com Mike, after they're done sending that email, what if they wanted to talk to us on like a, one of our social media things? Like well, Maybe like if they wanted to hit us up on Twitter. Oh, well they can uh, easily hit us up uh, at Juggalo Judgment. What if they want like a more picture-based interaction like on an Instagram or something? Well, the pictures happen every now and then, but we do have direct messages available on there, and that is Juggalo Judgment. Alright, alright. 
What if, um... What if they're, like, a boomer or something and they're on Facebook? <laughs> Sorry. The fuck uses Facebook? Sorry, I love you guys on Facebook. I... I stuck up for you. <laughs> <laughs> that would also be Juggalo Judgment. Mike, what if they wanted to, like, get to us directly, to the soul of Juggalo Judgment? Well, wouldn't that be our, our Juggalo Judgment pages? I mean, like, our souls separately. Oh, oh, our separate souls, not the, not the whole soul. What souls. if, like, one of us um, is just unapproachable and they were like i want to talk to the nice one. Oh, oh well they would hit me up yes at mike's fun as ej on twitter ten times out of ten <laughs> <laughs> has have any of the people actually like hit you up directly I'll talk to some people yeah i know that um i think it was uh dustin yeah, yeah. i think is his name hit you up <laughs> demanding in all caps <laughs> What your favorite ICP you know, song? No, we, we, we've we've chatted other times before too. <laughs> what is your favorite ICP song? <laughs> he asked me about uh, the possibility of developing um, of a character based on Violent J and Shaggy's characters in the Pendulum for D and D. Oh, yeah. Huh. There's a short back that and forth. Also... There was a short back and forth, but I was like, I think it'd be possible. I think it's a thing that could be done. So that's also the person who. Um has the copy of the quest for shangri-la game really but uh he was telling me that he would sell me and really? i just haven't gotten around to it. yeah i didn't know yeah, that yeah. yeah it's him and one of these days i'll pitch in for days. it let's get the I even, fucking I even game told him, I, t I told him i was like one of these years it'll be mine <laughs> no, we're, no we're gonna pitch in for that like right now <laughs> Yeah, so we can so we can play it, you know, in three years after quarantine's yeah. done. <laughs> well, no, so we can uh, so we can make um, version. We can make a version of it on Tabletop Simulator and just play it on there. Uh, just upload oh, okay. all the assets yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe if I sell more of my hats on eBay, then uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll be able to. But then, uh, get on that. so yeah, if if you want to talk to me about some bullshit, I'm at Schmeev. Uh, Spelling is everywhere. Just spell spell that out real quick. <laughs> no, fucking read it in our description. I ain't gonna well, help you. When we... <laughs> Stank biscuits, you always get his name wrong. That's why. I've, that's why I've never received any communication from them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's that's for sure. It. Um, so. Once again, thank you to Scribble for hitting us up, and uh, we hope that uh, you're not completely angry at us for our <laughs> takes on this. Look, man, I um, hope you can handle the criticism. Yes. I think you may have possibly battle-wrapped at some point, and you gotta be able to take the hit. <laughs> yeah, so, but, uh, but no, this was really fun, and again, this might just be a one-off. Maybe we'll do something like this again in the future, depending on, you know, if somebody hits us up asking about it. Um, but Right now, this was just kind of a, a let's try this out and see what happens. We're all in quarantine. Um, here's a here's a bonus ep for y'all. <laughs> right. Um, so keep an eye out for our next episode where um, we uh, we take a uh, we take a trip. Yeah. To the hood. Yeah. <laughs> that means that it's time whenever Mike starts failing to find words. It's time yeah. for all of us. I'm running on five hours sleep. Everyone, so. all of you at home, you better be at home or making a very quick run to the store and then going back home. Exactly. Y'all finish your fagos.
I just faked it because it's already empty. Love you all. Peace. West Coast in this bitch, so come get it. We stay with it. Hey, we stay with it. West Coast in this bitch, so come get it. We stay with it. Hey, we stay with it. Everybody wanna fuck with Kelly MCs, but ain't nobody fucking with some rappers like this. We stay with it. We slay the game shit and all over them lame bitches who hating on California. Gee, me and my nigga scribble. That's an alley oop off the dribble. With this 40 cal, you catch a bullet like George Kittle. If I'm on your head, keep your